relation was freaking great. Yeah, <laughs> like no one thought. I mean, we did. Yeah. I think I think because we went opening night, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the yeah the Thursday goings, and we watched that, and the speakers made us shit our pants. <laughs> I still get nightmares from that bear scene. <laughs> I remember it's our friend. Scary. Remember our friend Jerome, who was sat with us, just looking at me, going, "You can mimic human voices." <laughs> <laughs> like genuinely terrified. Well, I mean, the audio on that in that scene is like between the bear growling, which synced up with the woman shrieking. It's like holy crap! That was ter- That would be terrifying. Welcome to Idiot Block, a comedic podcast critiquing, discussing, and analyzing the media industry through reviews, debates, and historical deep dives. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Idiot Plot. I'm David Giannis, joined as always by Alex Ovidal. You're alive. And Justin Neitzel. Welcome back. Yeah, well, I'm barely alive. Yeah, so we were kind of on a hiatus because I had some scheduling issues. So Alex and Justin took over last time, kind of took a holiday break. Well, we're back, hopefully consistently. I'm alive, barely, maybe, not sure. Um, but it, it's good to be back um, with you guys again. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't, I haven't listened to the one you guys did by yourselves yet. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure it was good. Basically, you just have oh, to stick guys- around for the first part where we were talking about the bet. <laughs> <laughs> But let's start with that so people know we had a bet. Um, that was if Dune could make more money than Tenant. If Dune made more money than Tenant, then I had to watch Grab the Hill Chihuahua 3. The luckiest. With Dune, then, then Dune. Then Alex had to watch Pink Floyd the Wall. Well, unfortunately for me, uh, Dune beat Tenant barely. It was close. It was really close. But Dune surpassed Tenant, and now I have to watch Grab the Hill Chihuahua 3. Fuck yes. <laughs> so, Alex, you were surprisingly quiet when I was saying that. Why? Because. You, you couldn't hear the song I was playing? No. Oh. <clears throat> Dude, don't put copy, copy, copyright music. You're, you're going to get us fucking... Like, <laughs> I was still a copyright on the original Beverly Hills Chihuahua theme. <laughs> I uh, heard sure something. Me, man. It's Disney. <laughs> Not that they care about that franchise. Yeah. It's okay. You'll hear it soon. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have to watch it. I'll watch it sometime when I have time. But I'm not trying to watch on it. As you guys know, I just don't have a lot of time lately. Um, well, if you ever want to uh, be in pain and laugh at your pain, then then uh, just flip it on. Well, you know, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll share my thoughts on a future episode. Maybe next time. We'll see. Um, what screwed yeah, you I'll, over I'll, was the Eternals did not do well <laughs> that's what fucked me eternal's bombing fucked me the movie chloe zhao come on man help me out because i was expecting eternals to just completely wipe out dune's energy i thought like, just yeah just because of word of mouth i thought like dune would stick around enough i didn't know just how barely i would make it i think it's at 374 now but yeah i i was sweating it and then it just it just kind of hung around long enough Shame on me! I thought too, uh, too, too low of the movie going public. <laughs> I totally, like, I totally thought that they were gonna go see Eternals because it was General Marvel Fair. Well, see, you had the right idea because it had opened in China. It had opened over most of the place overseas. A Marvel movie was coming out. You had the right idea. Yeah. You just didn't expect the Marvel movie to be that bad that no one wanted to go see it. <laughs> if it was Spider Man, then yeah, no shit, it's gonna dwarf doom yeah so you said you said you had didn't have enough faith in the general movie going 
public, but then we have Spider-Man ticket sales. Oh my God! Yeah, are we going to that now? Is that the transition? <laughs> I think we are because I'm I know, I'm I'm upsetty spaghetti. I am. One thing. One thing. Raging. On, one, I'll just say one more last thing on the bet. Um, you may have beat me, Alex, but you have not won. <laughs> I will get you back. I I fully expect your retribution to be um, much worse than what I would have come up with. Oh, I'm vowing that. I think yeah, you guys already know what my next pick is. We're going back to those. Oh joy! I'm getting all you now. Do? It's not the wall again. Well, no, that that, 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 that is what the pick's going to be. Like when oh. we have when we have to pick all for for movies we pick make everyone watch. Yeah, it's going to be the wall. No, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> we think it's going to be. I'm getting you all back. I'm not losing. Fuck all y'all. You're you're all getting it. Anyway. So yeah, Spider-Man. Uh, the new trailer. Spider-Man, no way I'm watching, except I have to for this podcast. You mean Sam doesn't want to see it at all? No. <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah, she's a, she's, she's, she's a winner then. Um, so trailer dropped a few weeks ago. Ticket sales just went on sale. Was it Monday? Spider Monday? Something like that. Fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> That's what they called it. There's like ads and everything. I'm trying to ignore it, but it's not making it easy. <laughs> No, it's everywhere. People are obsessed with this movie that's not out Why? yet. Why? Because because they are expecting something that hasn't been confirmed, which is the reappearance of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield as their respective Spider-Man. But, which, but so what? Which we all think is going to happen, but it hasn't been confirmed yet. No, they keep they trying to say it's not happening. Yeah, Andrew Garfield keeps saying, I'm not in the movie. Leave me alone, please. <laughs> yeah, I think he just doesn't want the the people <laughs> who all the see if you say yes then they'll have to ask you 800 other questions and never leave you alone and also disney would probably murder him and his entire family <laughs> but he just just leave him leave him even in the movie leave the guy alone like seriously he's clearly not enjoying being asked the questions yeah well and he, he doesn't want to ruin it for people who don't want to know that's the part that boggles my mind too with this why do people want that spoiled so much do you not like surprises yeah it's gonna be like at the end of the movie if it happens yeah it's gonna be at the end they're gonna fight together it's gonna be probably stupid and unmotivated <laughs> all the, the the MCU people will piss themselves but it's gonna just be lazy as fuck and it's gonna be like oh hey remember better movies yeah I do that's why I don't fucking like this one mm, i don't know if i call the garfield one better movies okay that's true that, that <laughs> yeah that's true those also suck i will say i mean i feel like the first garfield one is certainly better than the, the last mcu spider-man one for I me agree. anyway yeah I, I think the first amazing spider-man is not a bad movie i don't think it's a great one but it's not a bad movie the problem it's, is it just retreads stuff we've already seen with the raimi spider-man yeah. yeah which i mean the raimi ones slap those movies are fantastic i will fight i will even fight people on three but i will surrender that to just say I mean, one and two are amazing. Everybody knows that. Like, which is which is why they're bringing all that stuff back. Well, that's the yeah, problem. I, is the MCU has such a villain problem that we're going to old movies to get <laughs> good villains. Are they stealing a different like a different universe's villains just because they can't come up with good ones on their own? Well, which to- then Tony Stark's dead, so you know we can't have the guy who cut him off in traffic or something. Yeah, yeah. Remember, <laughs> Attack Spider Man. Yeah. No, I bet it'll be that Doc Ock's research, the reason he had to cut corners and do it early was because Stark Industries didn't fund it properly, so he had to do the experiment early. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Green Goblin, 
the other company who was trying to steal the defense contract to Stark Industries. And so <laughs> that's why he uh, did the test himself and became Green Goblin. Probably. Yeah, but that's part of it. So, so, so we know with the movie from the trailer that Alfred Molina is back as Duck Ock, that Jimmy Fox is as Electro, that the Lizard and Sandman appear, but we don't know if they're played by uh, Reese Ifans or Thomas Hayden Church. My guess is the Lizard's just going to be the Lizard the entire time. Yeah, yeah. yeah my yeah, guess well, is there's CGI people. <laughs> There'll be some nobody interns put as these characters because they want to pay for Thomas Hayden Church or Reese Ifans, or they don't want to come back. Um, and and it sounds like Willem Dafoe is Green Goblin, um, but also like unmasked. He's he looks like he's Hobgoblin too. I'm really con- confused by the by that footage. Yeah, because um, it's shitty CGI. But it was his voice, I think. I just yeah. I'm just like, is he even going to be physically in it, or is it just like his voice? Well, there's also a sh- that one be on set. There's also <laughs> a sh- there's also a shot in the trailer of someone riding on the the Goblin glider, not him. wearing a mask. I think it's him. Oh, okay. I've seen some pictures of that. I think it's him. Okay. It also, wouldn't shock me if Willem Dafoe just didn't want to go on set that much, and so they just have him in the costumes. So you can just have some random dude in the set, and then have him for a couple of shots to be like, "Yep, it's Willem Dafoe." And do what they did with uh, Tony Stark in the first spot, the uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, which is just CGI his face on there. <laughs> Or Carrie Russell and and Reza Skywalker just have the character wear a helmet. <laughs> yep, and they just in a recording booth. <laughs> yep, have her have her show up on set one day for an eye shot and call a day. <laughs> but the trailer, in my opinion, doesn't look good. It just it looks, looks like, like a mess. mess. Yeah, it, it looks. I don't get what the plot is going to be. I don't understand why this has to be the plot. Because we're setting up five more movies down the line. Doctor Strange but it's too. Also like the end of some trilogy. They're saying, but like. Like, it doesn't make any sense because yeah, nothing is a, connected. It's a, it's a massive crossover. I'm not quite sure how the canon works in it because, you know, these characters are, are dead. Um, I'm probably Venom's in it too or something. That's what they're alluding to, at least. Yeah, sorry. Venom. Yeah, just going to show up. He's going to help fight him at the end. Yeah. That would be great if none of the Spider-Men showed up, but it was Venom that showed up to help him. <laughs> it's <just> Venom. <laughs> and it's to- Topher Grace Venom. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just—I am just upset. But I, so I'm—I'm I'm bringing up the trailer right now. Kind of help me break it down a little bit. You open with that super cringy line in the trailer of Peter Parker being like, "The last time I felt normal was the week you and me were together, or the week I told you I was Spider-Man." Like, yes, just, yeah, it's like, I, yeah, it's like that line was so awkwardly worded. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you know the week where I killed uh uh what's his name i forget mysterios that was the best week i've had as spider-man and you get this plot where it's involves like a spell make everyone forget he's spider-man which is just so stupid yeah because they should yeah it's so stupid just like to you know telling every, literally everyone he's spider-man was also so fucking stupid and is completely against like the character of spider-man so they just have to retcon it in the first act of the movie with literal magic see i didn't necessarily hate that he got revealed because i was under the the, the the assumption that this third one was going to be the finale of the character and i don't think that that's terrible finale setup 
in my opinion. No. I just don't know what you do with Spider-Man if everybody knows who he is. Like, so much of the intrigue of Spider-Man, like, oh, he may, you know, homemade makes his own gadgets. They ripped that out of it. Oh, he's trying to live a normal life and at the same time be Spider-Man and, like, that's a secret. Well, that's ripped out, too. <laughs> See, yeah, I, think like it, I think it would have worked better had they slipped Spider-Man himself as an independent character because he's not, right? He's so connected to, to, to Iron Man that he hasn't really, in a lot of ways, faced his own villains yet in the MCU. Uh-huh. Why was Vulture mad? Because because of S.H.I.E.L.D. shutting him down and he's going to have to start tech because Stark did Tony something. Stark Why is Mysterio bad. evil? Because of something Tony Stark did. Because he called it his thing poop or something. <laughs> <laughs> was it fart, vomit? Barf. It was barf, barf, wasn't it? That, yeah, it was, that was it. <laughs> yeah, it was something stupid. That, that like, if Spider-Man had villains, right? Because that's one of the big things that the comics talks about is if my identities were revealed, then everyone I know is at risk for, for, for my enemies. Well, he doesn't really have enemy, enemies. Right, and that's, and the yeah, Vulture, that's what the, fir- the, the first Spider-Man movie show, the first Raimi one, that, you know, once Green Goblin finds out, he can just completely use that against them. Yep. And the Vulture already knows he's Spider-Man. Like, that's already established. So Yeah, he just doesn't even care about it. He's like, you know, of my way. <laughs> so what's the threat? Like, what's the actual threat? What the what does that do? Well, and the other problem with revealing his identity is basically this movie is about making everyone forget that that happens. Like, well, what was which, the point which, of? Which is just stupid steps so they could do multiverse shit. Yep. Like it, that's the only reason why it's just steps so they could do multiverse shit so they can set Doctor Strange two and all the other and connect that with Loki and WandaVision and all that other stuff. It's just exhausting at this point. I mean, the trailer itself, the CGI looks terrible. Alfred Molina the age just looks ridiculous. Oh, I look so bad. And the stupid wig. <laughs> the stupid wig and the weird smoothness of his face. And the CGI arms that somehow get Stark tech now. now. Yeah. How is he going to perform Fiddler on the Roof with CGI arms? <laughs> oh, God. Well, it's just lazy. It's another thing that's just lazy. Like, the arms are CGI, the environments are CGI. Like, it looks like ass. His, and his face is CGI. It's like, why is he even here? See, I've a lot of ways been a defender of the MCU, people that don't like it, mostly because I know what they are. Look, deep down, I read comics for the same reason why people read, watch the MCU films. Most superhero stories are just fun, crowd-pleasing popcorn movies, right? They're not supposed to be these big intellectual masterpieces. You just go, you have fun. Scorsese was right. <laughs> right? You, you, you go, it's a theme park ride, right? You go on the roller coaster, you go, woo, that was fun, and never really think about it again. Uh-huh. But there's a market for that. People like that. And I, I need that every once in a while when I go see a movie. It's not always fun to just see these super deep, you know, intellectual movies. It's fun to just watch a stupid action film. I agree, but I've already watched, how many are there? 30, 24. How many are the until Endgame? 22, I think. I, I think Endgame's the 22nd. 22nd. So I've watched 22 of them already, and it's just like nothing new. It's same versus same. Somehow Tony Stark's always involved in the end villain. It's just like that, and that's the real thing that pisses me off about this Spider-Man. It's like his villains are basically pissed off at Tony Stark, but they're taking it out on the kid that uses his technology for some reason. Yeah, and yeah, so he uses all of his tech too, so it's like, to me, I've, I've said it how many times, you know, a bunch of times to you guys, but yeah, it's like he's not even Spider-Man. Like he, He's really not. And that's, and part of the issue with these movies too is fan response of fans acting like MCU movies are more than just popcorn fare, like their actual, like, cinema up there with, like, a cameo. I mean, you see with all the big Avengers films, right? Everyone unironically 
frankly advocating these movies to to, to, to get best picture nominations. And in the case of Black Panther, it actually worked. Yeah, because these people these people haven't seen any of the other movies that are nominated and that deserve it more, so they they don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, I I get it as you're trying to get for that. It was like, oh, let's put movies that people actually watch in the Oscars, but it doesn't make them good. <laughs> yeah, there's not a most po- most best popular film award. I mean, they almost did that, <laughs> but yeah. like, I, that doesn't exist because yeah, if it's that good, then it'll get up there like Mad. Max or like you know the other action films Dune. have been there. Dune, Dune, yeah, Dune for we'll sure probably will. get Dune, one. Dune, Dune, Dune for sure. Will. If it doesn't, I'd be shocked. I mean, if you look at Dune versus like even this trailer, it's just like the amount of CGI that was used is like surprisingly different. This movie just looks lazy. That's my big issue with it. Like, if you want more, if you want to see the Sam Raimi Spider Man movies, then watch the Sam Raimi Spider Man movies. However, there is one thing that that will redeem this movie, in my opinion, to me. One very small simple thing and that's bring in Bruce Campbell as Mysterio <laughs> do it I would appreciate that I guess I mean I would, I'm still not going to be happy with this movie but I would like to see that just because they were clearly setting that up Yeah. in the Raimi ones well and, and I can't wait for this to come out because I feel like me and Alex you and me, Alex you and me might fight a little bit on it only because you are you are a much bigger Spider-Man fan than I am Um. and I hate these movies much more <laughs> yeah yeah right I, I'm not a fan of Far From Home no I like. I should update my score because I kind of liked it when I first saw it in theaters. But the more I think about it, the more I'm like, God, this really doesn't sucks. This doesn't work. This kind of sucks. I at least like a hundred message rant on it. So yeah, I remember when you finally watched it, and I woke up the following morning and just saw. It. I think you were still going. <laughs> I, I woke up to go to work, but I wish it was on streaming because I don't really want to spend movie theater money to see this movie. I know. I really, I really don't. <laughs> can I like? Can someone bring me a? No, I can't say that. Well, it's like, what, <laughs> Shang-Chi's on Disney Plus now? I still haven't watched that. Someone bring me a very legal Shang-Chi's copy of this movie. Yeah, admit, it's okay. It's, it's not amazing. It's an MCU film. Like, you always have to classify MCU films as, like, their own separate thing away from normal movies now. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's become, like, its own monster. You have to, like, judge them against each other versus other movies, which is kind of ridiculous. So, I feel like I know the answer to this question. I feel like we're doing... doing you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to ask it because I know for a fact we're all going to see this movie because I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> and you you guys want me to feel pain. Hey, 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 hey. I was going to avoid Black Widow, but then also you guys are like, oh, let's do an episode of Black Widow, and I had to go fucking see that movie. <laughs> hey, Black Widow was, was not bad, in my opinion. It was a movie. Like, as far as it didn't make me angry like some of them have, like Edmund and the Wasp did or Captain Marvel, it didn't I didn't like leave the theater mad. Uh-huh. It, was an, it was very average, but it was it, there wasn't anything like terribly wrong with it. It was fine. Black, Black Widow was maddening to me because there was actually like a good movie in there. Oh yeah, that was diluted by all the MCU garbage. Well, that it was. Also, yeah, I was much higher on it until the end. It was like, like five years too dark. late to come out. That too. Yeah, that that was an issue. But like, 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 like the opening of that movie that's like super dark is actually yeah, kind of right. cool. 
But then it and then the end is just a giant CGI monstrosity. She's like on like a floating city or something, and she's like falling, finding people while she while she's falling through a bunch of CGI CGI debris. Which it looks like you're gonna see in the Spider-Man movie as well. <laughs> yeah, because like the bridge is fake, the claws are fake, everything's fake. I love that shit. Like even the costumes fake. Why can't we just use real costumes? It looks so <laughs> much better. Well, I I don't get why they can't. I mean, I know they could use the because they want to animate the mask or whatever but you could at least have him wear the rest of the suit like they did in Deadpool where he actually wore the suit and they did scenes with him wearing the mask without wearing the mask and then right and, and the like the like animate the eyes thing is such like a lame excuse because like first off yeah you could have the rest of it be real and also if it's supposed to be something that he's operating then why would you not just make it operational yeah that- like if the eyes are supposed to move with with like his facial expressions then why would you not have them do that because that requires work on set not in post because of how much they're crapping these movies out they have to film them like bing 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 one after the one after the other so all the actual filmmaking has to be done in post yep so the actors have time to actually go film the rest of the movie by, by, by six or seven underpaid overworked animation studios <laughs> <laughs> by, by, by some poor Canadian dude who probably hasn't seen his family in three months yeah they're being held hostage <clears throat> He has to see the ice spider man's eyes in every frame. Right after he gets done taking out the balls from the cats. And then putting them back in and then taking them back out. Yeah, so we've had this movie long, long enough. We'll see it. Don't worry. He'll hear his bitch sure again, came, I'm sure. Came to a like coherent thought about it, our thoughts, but like we're so angry. Like I'm mad. This trailer, I'm more mad at the fan reaction to it than anything. I kind of want to touch upon this quickly. Not to say that like, oh, fan culture is stupid because I'm a fan of stuff, but like people need to calm down. Like the fact that Andrew Garfield's being harassed in every interview. Yeah. You didn't answer it the first time. Just leave him alone. If he shows up, be happy. But maybe on the 20th time I ask, he'll answer. He'll, fi- he'll finally press- snap and scream at somebody. <laughs> well, it's because all those press outlets want to be the one that get him to say it so they can run the exclusive saying, Andrew yeah. Garfield is in Spider-Man. Like, say, why like why isn't anybody movie? asking Tobey Maguire? But I don't think he has any upcoming movies coming out. Yeah. And he's like, he's in the, pre- you know, Andrew Garfield's a bigger, like, public presence versus, like, and like Tommy McGuire is not like out there as much. Yeah, because it was Andrew Garfield had like as as a Tammy Faye, Tick Boom, like all these other films that, that he was doing press for that got dwarfed by Spider Man. And he might he might very well be in it. In fact, I think he is. But yeah, I think yeah. So. believe in the guy. He's better at keeping a secret than Tom Holland. <laughs> Well, apparently, I didn't watch this, but someone posted a clip of it. But if you, he does a trailer reaction with um, Zendaya and the other guy who plays Ned. I've seen that. And like when this, when he pops down on the screen, he's like, "Where?" And he like stops himself. <laughs> like, yeah, you can, you can see his mood drop when he realizes the other people aren't in it because they've been CGI'd out. Yeah, you can just see the confusion on on his face. And he's just like, like how actually really funny. That? That's how they made the whole movie. <laughs> well, because there's the Brazil trailer that shows Lizard being kicked or punched by someone invisible. Which, I don't know why there's so many articles about this crap. Just let the movie come out. Well, don't worry. As soon as the screenings start, it'll be spoiled right away. 
and honestly, I feel that that's why everyone's going crazy over the opening night ticket sales, which has been just a fiasco. I mean, they, they've shut down different websites people are trying to Spider-Man tickets. It's 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 great to see that kind of back with movies. After oh, why so this long. one? Yeah, but not this one. And the fact that they're going so like there's the video. I found an article as a New York Post that's people, I think, in Mexico brawling in the lobby over Spider-Man tickets, huh. which is a hilarious video. I think I sent it to you guys a couple minutes ago. Um, like, a dude just gets, like, kicked. Like, a dude gets stomped in the head. See it. And I guarantee you I could get a ticket for opening night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could get a ticket probably day on. It might not be the best of seats. But it will be a seat. Yeah, it, it, it'll be a seat. Because like, I don't believe it's on stream. I believe it's only in theaters. Yeah. Well, which I, this would probably be the highest grossing movie of the year. Well, with it being both Sony and MCU, there's no way you could put it on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. But speaking of CGI and my issue with CGI, I want to talk about a movie I saw recently. I think I'm the only one that saw it. But Ghostbusters Afterlife. You are the only one here who saw it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Which, about seeing it, but you know, the more trailers came out, the more I was like, this looks like a fan film. It feels like a fan film, but I have to admit, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit up to a point. Which, if you, if you guys don't want me spoiling the movie, I'll spoil the, the, the movie. Like, major spoilers. I'm fine from, with it. I already guessed the spoiler we were discussing about the other yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. You guessed it because it's it's the low hanging fruit, right? Yeah. But Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is basically Ghostbusters three, it follows the grandchildren of Egon Spangler as after he dies, they go to his farm home where he's been kind of like a, a recluse for several decades. One day he just up and vanished from the Ghostbusters and went out to a farm in the middle of, in the middle of nowhere and just kind of lived for plot reasons. Well, there are there are there are there are plot reasons that I'm that I'm holding back. So I can say later. And they go there because they're poor. And Egon's kind of a deadbeat dad. And they go to like this small town. And the kids find the Ghostbusters equipment. And they're like, oh, my God, like, what is this mysterious stuff? And they go and they start hunting ghosts. Because there's, there's weird supernatural stuff happening in, in this town. And what they eventually realize is that Egon was there trying to prevent the return of Gozer, the villain of the first movie. And eventually they fail and Gozer comes back. And it retreads a lot of the same beats of the original Ghostbusters. Like I said, Gozer is back. There's the devil dogs, the demon dogs, whatever they're called. Um, stay puffed, but now he's like a bunch of mini, mini stay puffs. Do the dogs take over humans who then have to screw to open the uh, portal? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, they take over. Okay, spoilers from now on. Spoilers from, from, from now on. So if you don't want to hear happens in the movie, don't, don't listen. Keep skipping until we're done talking about it. Yes, they take over Paul Rudd and Carrie Coon. Oh, okay. I thought it was gonna, I didn't think it was gonna actually happen, but no, it it falls a lot of the same beats. You have not Slimer. That that's the biggest shocking thing about this movie. Is Slimer is not in this movie. Hmm, that's For weird. a movie that was almost solely on nostalgia, it doesn't have Slimer. What does someone have the copyrights of Slimer? <laughs> uh, no, no, they 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 had knockoff Slimer. Who said eating food eats metal? Mm, okay. <laughs> and and it's very much I'll compare it to Force Awakens in that it, it treads a lot of the same beats with the younger generation and some variations on it. But also in the sense that there's this weird thing where like the Ghostbusters and the ghost are like a forgotten myth now. Like no one remembers the time the ghost no one remembers the time no. a giant marshmallow man stormed through downtown New York. And the Titanic came back and all the people got off at the port no one remembers any of this or when uh, the Statue of Liberty walked across, across <laughs> yeah, town 
Yeah, no one remembers any of this. Like, it's not on records. Like, the kids are like, what's a Ghostbuster? It's like, I feel like this would be like one of the biggest hot, events hot, in history. Cool. But for plot reasons, it has to be mysterious and hidden. Dickless got erased from the history books. <laughs> it is true. And has no dick. <laughs> and I'm kind of stalling before I have to reach the part that makes me angry because I did enjoy this movie. I did like really, I did really enjoy the film. I th- I, I don't think it was amazing. I think mean, it shot like a TV pilot, and it does relate too much on the nostalgia. But after Ghostbusters 2016, I'll take it. <laughs> like I'll take just a solid Ghostbusters movie. And then you get to the end where Gozer comes back. Played this time by Olivia Wilde in an uncredited cameo, which I thought was kind of cool. But Gozer go, go comes back to, to to finish off Earth. The 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 kids, new characters who like like the little girl is really good. The other kind of new kids kind of suck, but the main one is actually a pretty good protagonist. Minus some of like the Ray type shit, where she just happens to know all the Ghostbusters tech, which oh. is kind of broken up with the fact that she's being taught by uh, the ghost of Egon. Hmm. who is kind of like showing it, like kind of like taking over inanimate objects and kind of showing her the way of how to do it, which is kind of cool. Until the end, when Gozer comes back, Bill Murray, Dan Eckert, Ernie Hudson all return, and they're fighting Gozer, but Gozer's winning. We're here to cross the streams. Until you see Egon's granddaughter is holding like the stream containing it, but then you look and there's hands guiding her, and those hands go up to the CGI ghost of Harold Ramis. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, they CG'd him into the movie. They CG'd him into the movie. No, and it's weird. <laughs> and it's a super sweet scene because it's his ghost kind of guiding his granddaughter along. It is actually kind of cool that that's what the scene is. They said that part. That part I was in on not actually ha- CGing him into the movie. Yeah, and the worst part is he doesn't look like old Harold Ramis. Like he looks like old Egon, like with the character from the movies. But not how Harold Ramis actually aged. Oh. It hurt my brain to see. Because Harold Ramis got old. He got old. Yeah. Yeah, we know what he looked like old. <laughs> but it doesn't really look like old Harold Ramis. And the greatest part is, is because he can't talk. It's not Harold Ramis. So other characters are, are like talking to him. But he can't respond. So he's kind of like nods at him. It's like <laughs> Gordon Freeman. Yeah, yeah. It's really weird. It kind of wrecked the whole vibe of the movie for me. Because I'm like, oh, you guys could have done a homage to him. That's not this. That's not so blatant. What's wrong with just standing around a freaking tombstone? Yeah, right? Instead, you have to desecrate him with CGI. Well, and and, and the opening features Egon, but you don't see his face. Because it opens with the death of Egon, Uh which is him trying to fight off Gozer and and losing. Which is actually kind of of a cool, cool scene. However, the movie proves that we probably shouldn't have gotten a Ghostbusters 3 to begin with. Well, I mean, 2 wasn't that good either, so it's kind of like... Probably should never been a sequel. <laughs> well, it's totally more like one because it has the mix of tones that, that the first one had. Mm-hmm. It just relies way too much on the first one. And also, we already got Ghostbusters 3. It's called The Ghostbusters The Video Game 2009. <laughs> that is which fantastic. Tech, which the game is amazing. It is referenced in this movie because the oh, main villain of the game because the main villain of the game shows up in the movie played by J.K. Simmons. Oh. For like 30 seconds. Oh. <laughs> Um, but the game is amazing. I know me, Alex, you be talking about a lot. Yeah, it's a fantastic game. Yeah, I wish it was more like well known, but it's really like fantastic. I bought the remaster right after 
watching Afterlife because it, it had to be at Target when I was there. I'm like, I have to have to re, re, replay this remaster. Not not the best, but the game story is still amazing. Like, did, did you ever play it, Justin? No, I did not. You would love it because the combat is actually really freaking cool. Yeah, it's something actually like unique and interesting and like kind of what you would imagine or what you kind of like your dream would be for a Ghostbusters game. Yeah, because it's like physics based combat, which we haven't really seen since, at least not in that way. And then, of course, you have a script written by Ramis and Aykroyd. Which is bad. This is the real reason why it's the real Ghostbusters 3. Yeah, because <laughs> the script is written by the writers, and it's fantastic. And that's one of the biggest issues with, 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 with Afterlife, is that the original ones come back, but, like, they're barely in the movie. There's, there's a scene where, they, where the one girl calls Dan Aykroyd up, and Dan, and Dan Aykroyd goes on some exposition-laden speech about what happened to all the Ghostbusters. Show that shit! <laughs> That means we'd have to get Bill Murray back, and he probably doesn't want to do it. Well, he, he does come back. Well, I know, but I doubt like he would want to do a full movie. Right. <laughs> but you could have, like, the opening of the movie be them breaking up, right? Like, do Watchmen. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> or, like, I, I would say do, like, Watchmen's opening. Like, show what happens since Ghostbusters 2. Montage. Yeah, don't just tell us ever. Just, like, exposition puke it at us. Montage yeah. that shit. There were, there were ways to do it that don't suck. I also feel like this movie had, like, no budget. Because it's like it's there's not a lot of visual effects. It's like scale wise on par with first movie, maybe even smaller. Well, they're also in what a forgotten town or whatever, or a small town. I give it three out of five, but it's a good three out of five. It's not like a bad three out of five. It's enjoyable, but yeah, it's worth a watch. But the Harold Ramis stuff was ethic was was it was very ethically questionable in my opinion. It always is. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm never a fan of that personally. Like I don't mind taking actors who are old and de-aging them, but bringing ones back from the dead is kind of... Especially, like, isn't isn't the case that with Tarkin and Rogue One that that they didn't actually get permission from the guy's family? Right, they did. Yeah, probably not. I don't think they did. Yeah, I I remember... They did for, like, 20 years. (laughs) More than that. 30. Well, because I do believe that they got permission from Ramses' family to to have him be in... to have him be in the movie. Still weird. Yeah. Well, especially when, like, people like us who watch movies, we're like, we know he's dead. I mean, some people might not know that, but it's just like... Yeah. Uh, it's not it's an okay movie it's better than Ghostbusters 2016 which you know how I asked I think a few weeks ago like a few months ago if we could talk about the movie honestly turns out we still can't <laughs> um, some of the reviews like people really want Afterlife to fail just because of 2016 yeah I know because you're mad that failed well, I, I, I even get touched that yeah it's <laughs> it's such a it's such a thing where, like I don't know why that movie is still such like a don't want to talk about that one well again why why is Ghostbusters the hill to die on with this? Yeah, it's so weird. It's like, I love the first one. Second one's all right. It's like, I never thought of it as the big franchise kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I know damn well none of you, none, none, none of them saw Annihilation. Yeah. Well, th- that was our yeah, argument. No did for some reason. That was our argument when we were in school. It was like, people were complaining about this. Like, have you seen this movie? Because this movie is everything you want it to be and it's awesome. Yeah. Why would I want to yeah, see Annihilation that movie? Annihilation was for great yeah, <laughs> like no one saw it I mean, we did yeah i think i think because we weren't opening night didn't we yeah yeah that was one of the yeah the thursday goings and we watched that and the speakers made us shit our pants <laughs> <laughs> i still get nightmares from that bear scene <laughs> I remember I our friend. Remember our friend Jerome, who saw it with us, just looking at 
me going, I can mimic human voices. <laughs> <laughs> like, genuinely terrified. Well, I mean, the audio on that in that scene is, like, between the bear growling, which synced up with the woman shrieking, it's like, holy crap, that was terrible. That would be terrifying. Whatever happened to Alex Garland? Is he, like, I know he did that Hulu show. Yeah, he did. I know he, yeah, he did that show recently. I think he's working on a new movie, question mark? I hope so. Between him and Denis Villeneuve, they need to be, like, sticking in sci-fi. Yes, he has a new movie that's in post. Is it is the one that it's called Men? Yeah. yeah. That's the one I see. Uh, horror. Ooh, interesting. In- interesting. So he's going back to on a civil vacation in the English countryside after the death of her ex-husband. That tells me nothing. Okay. Yeah, that <laughs> doesn't tell me anything. Well, I'll trust Alex Garland. I mean... Ex Machina is fantastic. Annihilation is great. With no one I really know of. Yeah, Rory Kinnear, I believe, is in the Bond movies. Yeah, that's the only guy I really know. <laughs> and the only reason I know him is because he's in the Bond movies. Ooh, but A24 is doing it. That's interesting. Yeah, so he's going uh, back with... They did, was it them who did Ex Machina? I think I so. I think so. Oh, it was, yeah. It was? Mm. So th- this means going to be shot on like that same aspect ratio as all the other A24 films? It's gonna be like super rainy and dark. I think yeah, because I don't remember who did it. I I doubt. Yeah, no, they they. I was gonna say I doubt they did Annihilation. That was Paramount. It two four did not do Annihilation. Right, that was expensive. But yeah, they did Ex Machina. So he's going back with them, which makes sense. I mean, Annihilation sadly failed. Like as, yeah. as much as I love that movie, it it didn't do well. No, unfortunately. My sister and a group of her friends were looking for a horror movie to watch. I'm like, you could try watching this. <laughs> They didn't take the bait, unfortunately. To be fair, the marketing for the movie was pretty bad, and the posters don't really tell you anything. True. No, I thought it was going to be done. They made. It, they did not sell how creepy it is. <laughs> no. Well, like it says on IMDb, it says it's an adventure drama horror. It's like, yeah, there's definitely horror in it. Like, yeah, yeah the horror should be it's first. More like alien. Yeah, it's more like Alien than the the marketing showed. Sorry for how graphic this is going to get for listeners, but the scene where they cut the dude open. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, like that that shit I, I remember all all four of us were like oh what a lead wow. <laughs> what, what's he doing ah. we're all cre- like uh, he pulled, moving. and his yeah, like intestines moving. are moving like snakes you're like oh. <laughs> yeah I didn't like yeah because none of the marketing showed the bear and when like the one gets dragged off by something I'm like what the fuck is that what the, what is that what is that I don't nope, like that nope, I'm out I'm out nope. well, like, well and also like the fusion of uh, creatures like the shark gator or whatever or the crocus shark or whatever mm. that was that was creepy too like yeah. everything in that movie once they get into the um shimmer it's like it is creepy yeah it's just it's unsettling and you're Everything like about it's super uneasy you're uneasy from the, from the start like it's such a well done movie that again no one has seen go see it now please seriously yeah. people find annihilation watch, watch it it's it's fan freaking fantastic do you guys have any topics you want to talk about quick um how about we talk about old man yells at cloud <laughs> ridley scott yelling Blaming oh. millennials for not for the last duels box office failure. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, dude. Dude, I love Ridley Scott. How come we didn't talk about him when we talk about Spider Man and then him calling superhero movies fucking boring as shit? Well, <laughs> I was gonna bring was it up, but you switched to your anger rant about Ghostbusters. So I was like, okay, okay. it was just like, I fu- it's just like it's. I'm waiting for like Spielberg to come out or some. <laughs> Who's an older director next to come out and be like, yeah, this movies, these movies are shit. It's like, 
Just say, no, no one gives less shits right now than Ridley Scott. So Ridley Scott is really just going to be the most blunt about it. Yeah, he's like, what, in his 90s? So it's like Damn near. It's that point in life where he's like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to die soon anyways. Well, he's also not wrong. Like, mm-hmm. our movie habits have changed. Yeah. Our, our movie habits aren't, like, The Last Duel is very much like an old school film. I don't necessarily believe it's all millennials fault that movie would be bombed. I think there is some truth in the fact that with the pandemic still ongoing, people have to be real. people are being really choosy what About movies what they, they see. see. Yeah. Yeah. And also, yeah, there's something I talked about with it, which is, you know, the target audience is people who appreciate, like, the older films, the epics, that kind of thing, and those are the people who haven't been going because they're old and don't want to get sick. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I still don't think it would have made its money back even if it wasn't in the pandemic because it wasn't marketed a lot. No, I don't, I don't think they put enough behind it. I think it was probably a little more expensive than it needed to be. Yeah, it was like, $100 million. Does Matt Damon really have to be in this movie? Or Ben Affleck? Well, he wrote it. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, true. Right. They, they, bo- they both wrote it. That's right. Yeah, they both wrote it, so they kind of have to be at that point. That is true, yeah. But I think that what, the budget was a lot higher than I was expecting, honestly. The budget was $100 million, which was a mistake yeah, like, from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you know, something like, I mean, House of Gucci had more marketing. That's also like a film that's more like, I, it's not as old school as like Last Duel. It's not like an epic, but, you know, it's like that true kind of crime story, kind of rich family arguing story that's a bit more like classical than something you would normally see now but like that's been making money because it's got a good marking push it's got Lady Gaga and they made it in a reasonable budget mm-hmm. I, I mean last duel currently says box office wise at 29.3 million dollars and to my knowledge only made like 10 million domestically I wonder if it, is it still in the theaters at all or did they pull it I doubt it still is maybe, maybe in some markets like LA that have like the super like 50 screen megaplexes yeah it's just the shit i mean i would like to see that movie but yeah they just didn't push it enough and it, it's yeah as far as i know it's not really anywhere anymore. i mean the most i saw of it were tv spots that was about it and i was just like i was curious and i did see a trailer for it in every movie i went and saw leading up to it so i i i was exposed to it plenty but because i went to the movies which a lot of people did not do i was gonna say how many people were going to the movies as much as we were and i don't i was uninterested by it like i I love these kind of movies. I had no interest in seeing. Mm-hmm. I at least in the theater. I'll probably rent it at home, but I had no pro I, I didn't have much interest in sitting in the theater for probably at least two and a half hours and, and watching that movie. Yeah, it's two and a half hours. Um, it really did not need to be that long. I just I feel like this is a this is a word I'm gonna be saying a lot about stuff released in this year, and that's self-indulgence. It seemed very self-indulgent. As someone who saw it, yes, it was at times. Also, don't, well, more for me, I don't really think I didn't even know what it was about until I looked it up. Like that, none of the anything for it told me what it was actually about. Well, like once I saw that, I mean, I get why. I get why because <laughs> of the subject matter. But like, you can give me some indication so that I know. Like, kind of. I really had no idea. They. They, I think, tried way too hard to sell it. Like, Matt Damon's in it. Adam Driver's in it. So is Ben Affleck. Well, literally, the only thing I, the only thing I saw of this movie was, like, the um, jousting or the final duel or whatever. And that's not until, like, two hours into the movie. And you're like, I want to get to the duel. Come on. Can we speed things up? The stories you're telling, I don't care. Just, I want to see the fight. <laughs> Which, once it gets there, it's really, it's one of the best. He's still one of the best at fighting, sh- uh, shooting action, like, in Gladiator 
radiator and everything. That's really the only reason I want to see that movie is for that scene. I don't know if I want to sit through two hours of medieval soap opera to get there. Yeah. I will gladly do it for you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm in the theater. You can come in now. (laughs) I'll tell you what happened until now. (laughs) I guess the worst part, though, is we're not going to get the Ridley Scott Renaissance that we've been talking about. I think there's still a chance with the Napoleon one, but that's like the last shot because he's old as shit. Yeah, like like House of Gucci just is not hitting the critical notes it needs to. Last Duel did, but no one saw it. Yeah, yeah. House, of Gucci is, House of Gucci is making enough money. House of Gucci, it sounds like he's the problem with it. <laughs> is that really? From what I've heard or whatever. I, haven't seen it. I might see it this weekend. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. But from what I've heard, it's like, I don't know what exactly, but they're like, really Scott got in his own way. <laughs> Which yeah, just I heard the, the tone balance a little bit is kind of fumbled. Yeah, yeah, Ridley Scott—that's that, the biggest issue. Someone gets it in his own way. Anyway, he doesn't like. I mean, The Martian. The he's Gu- fantastic. The Gucci's are not happy about the House of Gucci. Another news: water is well, wet. <laughs> <laughs> and it exposes her as a murderer. Of course, they're going to be mad. <laughs> Oh, no. I love that Yoko Ono is now going on the offensive. Like, see, after Beatles Get Back came out. And then somebody's saying, see, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> Thank you, Peter Jackson. Which, have any of you watched any of that yet? No, not yet. I, I have I've not. heard good I, things. There, there's a chance I might, uh, but I haven't seen any yet. I watched the first part, and I'm taking a break. Because it's a slog. I heard uh, they had a fight for what everything that got into it because Disney wanted to censor some stuff. Yeah, because I want to be on Disney Plus, and it's not really Disney Plus appropriate in some times. Oh, uh, yeah, but that, but P- so then does that mean that Peter Jackson won that argument? Well, yeah, but honestly, he probably shouldn't have because it's eight hours long. It's about <laughs> six hours more than it needs to be. I'll, I will say I would take that over the Disney censored version where everybody's happy. True. I'm, I'm wondering why they didn't just throw that onto Hulu then. Because they bought it for Disney. It, 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 it's just something big. It needs yeah. an event. Because I was going to say, it's kind of, it's like a documentary, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but it's documentary in the same style that Dishnock were old is, where it, that's not really the, the draw. The draw is the footage and the craftsmanship. Got it. Because it's basically, it's a bunch of footage that, 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 that they made for a documentary for Let It Be that hasn't been in circulation since like the 80s. So Jackson took all this footage and and made it into this thing. So basically, it's just it's just eight hours of watching the Beatles rehearse <laughs> and, then, and then perform a concert, which is fascinating <laughs> because because you know it's a super it's a super detailed glimpse into them on the verge of breaking up right before they did, and you get to see all the tensions fly, and the footage is fantastic, and you it, it's really fascinating from that point of view. Does not need to be eight hours long. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Like self indulgence. Peter Jackson, calm down. I love you, but... He's he's always been one that's self-indulgent, though. Like, this was supposed to get a theatrical release, too, which means a tour cut exists. Yeah. Or, release well, knowing Peter that. Jackson, it's more like a three- to four-hour cut, which is still half the length. Yeah, still. Yeah, even, even that is... is well, it's kind of like uh, what uh, some kind of monster, the Metallica one. That's like two and a half hours, but that's like them almost breaking up. But it's not eight hours long of them just plucking, performing, <laughs> cursing songs. 
Right, it has them rehearsing, but that's like, yeah, that's part of it, and it's two and a half hours long instead of, uh, you know. Wasn't eight. that one Metallica movie that it's kind of like they're Pink Floyd the Wall? Is that through the Never? Yeah. I heard that movie's weird, weird as hell. Yeah, that's why I have not watched it. I haven't watched some kind of monster. Like, I was afraid to because, like, I may put it out there and we're willing to put it out there, but I'm like, I'm just going to see people in my favorite band yelling at each other and hating each other at their worst moment. <laughs> I'm like, this see, is I love the Pink Floyd version of that. I want to see that. Yeah, see Roger Waters rage quit. Yeah, yeah, I want I want to see Roger Waters rage quit. I want to see him and I want to see, see them fire Rick Wright. I want to see him and David Gilmore go at it. Like like that's stuff I I want to see because that's part of the history, right? It's the important thing. If Metallica broke up, them them breaking up on film would actually be like fascinating from a historical sense. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's like what almost happened, and then Headfield went to rehab and came back and was like better, but there was still tension for a while. But yeah, it's like I think it was started just to like chronicle like making the new album, but then that album didn't happen, and then it became the same anger instead. Jeez. That which isn't very good but yeah <laughs> it's probably interesting but that's you know similar to the Beatles thing like seeing you know the tension as they're do- going about their normal stuff and seeing that like build up you do see the moment where George Harrison walks out that is on camera mm. where he strip goes yeah I think, I think I'm quitting the band now and he's like oh <laughs> wait what yeah yeah I think I'm out oh okay and then and Paul's like can you kill the camera <laughs> <laughs> But, like, you don't see a lot of the stuff that happens in between when the cameras are only not, which is kind of an issue. But it's still fine. Hey, Alex, I already pretend to, to potentially see me and Justin fight right now. I am interested. Oh, we're so, going to so talk just, about Masters of the Universe? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm Because cause I take it, you've seen it. Yes, I've watched the rest of it. And the fact that you haven't messaged me means you probably didn't like it. I wouldn't say that. Okay. Like, again, wasn't a big Masters of the Universe He-Man fan anyway, so it was like, at this point, I don't care. I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I thought to- I thought the fight sequences were it wasn't as boring as the first five episodes the first season. However, it does have one of the greatest cringe moments. I'm going I've to seen. do fist Skeletor. What? Oh no, that's not what you were talking about. What would you say? I'm going to fist fist Skeletor. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how evil Lynn takes the power from Skeletor. Oh yeah, that too. By by by. Say I want to have say she wants to have sex with him and then makes out with him and takes the sword. But that but that he has to depower because his god dog is too powerful. <laughs> you will destroy me. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Which is a very Skeletor thing, but we see that on the show. It's like this is weird. I don't want to see this. This is this is something you would make an innuendo about, not actually come out and just say it. How how however I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun as hell. I mean, it still had some problems, but the the fight scenes were were actually really fun. People are mad about the about them like um, pulling the fast one in quotes again by having the true main villain be Evil Lin and not Skeletor. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. That was a fun twist, especially when you got to see He Man and Skeletor team up and fight her. I thought that, I thought that was actually fun as hell. Yeah, I agree. Because because we actually got Mark Hamill as Skeletor actually talking for 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 a while. Like like I said, like they probably could have did this at after like they could have probably did like a full season leading up to this stuff and not just thrown every all the fans who want he-man back you know what i mean they could have waited yeah. a little well, bit it was it was so the timing was so weird like this they honestly should have waited until november and just released 
all ten episodes at once. Yes, because yes, yeah, that's why I was confused how you guys are talking about it again. <laughs> yeah, be, be, I was like, that was a while ago. Yeah, well, the second part just got released when no one knew about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, they they wouldn't shove about the first part, but then part two comes out, and like I just happened to go on Netflix to watch Seinfeld reruns. And also, and David like, oh, messaged yeah, me is no. like part two's out, and I'm like, really? Like I haven't heard anything. I think they, they, they've accepted that it, it's a flop, which I have to. I have to call out certain people. I love their content, but Clownfish TV were the ones that kind of started the whole controversy with it, and they were wrong. All the claims they they made about the future, about how the show ends, were not correct. It's possible that they changed the ending of the show based on the fan feedback, mm-hmm. which but, but, but it's animation, which which is not easy to, to do. To be fair, like, to be fair to them though, they they said this is what we're hearing. This isn't confirmed. This isn't anything. And then Kevin Smith is the one who kind of attacked them and made it a bigger shitstorm than it had to be. Well, and they were right with part one, but they kept saying stuff about part two that 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 wasn't true. True. They kept saying that Attila had a girlfriend, which didn't happen. In fact, it confirms that she's straight. Yeah. Or at the very least, or at the very least, bi. That's because they do. That's because they do that stupid haircut. <laughs> Everyone assumes that they're gay. Well, Adam's not. Adam's still He-Man. And in fact, they haven't addressed the fact that they were wrong, I think, is kind of hilarious. Um, because they started the whole controversy about the show that turned out to be a non-troversy, in my opinion. I don't know. Some I'm people not, don't, still don't seem to like it, so... Yeah, I'm also not a big He-Man fan. Like you. I just thought it looked kind of cool. The animation looked beautiful. It's a beautiful show. I also never watched it because it's animation, but... <laughs> Yeah, see, now, I've seen, now I occasionally watch some animation, but it's not going to be He-Man. <laughs> What's Sam's number? I can change that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I'm not, I'm not giving you yeah, that. She's, she's going to have me watch the one she likes, so. She listens to the podcast. She heard me say that. Yep. Like I said, though, like, this part was a lot better because it actually moved at a quicker pace because the first five episodes were a slog. You didn't have them doing anything. They were all just complaining about shit. And I'm like, I came here for action. I want action. To be, to, to be fair, OG He-Man is boring as shit, too. Mm-hmm. But the trailer was, that they released... weird enough to be memeable. But the trailer <laughs> that they released about it was um, showed a lot of action anyways. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's good to see it. It's because they fucked up and made it in two parts. <laughs> I will say, though, Alex, about the memes, my favorite one is the Skeletor meme where he's like, he says something outrageous, and then he's like, until next time, and he's running out the door. Until next time. <laughs> Skeletor is such a funny character. I mean, Robot Chicken ruined that character character for me <laughs> wait your name's evil lynn huh. i thought you were just evelyn <laughs> like it's so stupid <laughs> i love <laughs> robot chicken <laughs> so alice what animation can we convince you to watch uh yes see, it's, it's, that's the problem it's not me you have to convince so you can't convince, convince me to watch anything <laughs> so sam what animation can we convince you to make them watch <laughs> Is Bat if Batman ninjas on the table? Let me know. Oh God! <laughs> Do you have to see that movie? You need to watch it. Have you watched the Long Halloween yet? No. See, I got scared off from that by you, David. I was gonna watch it. Don't don't watch it. I'm telling you, if you read the book, don't watch that movie. I watched yes, it. Yes. I don't want to be. I don't want to be. I've got too oh, much you other stuff. The, okay, yeah. Justin, what's your thoughts? Come at me. I mean, I did read the book, so I I didn't think it was horrible, but I thought the voice acting was god awful. It's so boring. That's what made, it was so so bored watching it. 
and they changed the climax of the book, which I won't say because I had to get people to, to read the book. Yeah, I saw that. I read it after I watched the movie. Oh, so you actually have read Long Halloween? Yeah, I, I read it after I watched the movie, so. See, but would you agree that the book is fantastic? Yes. And the movie's yes, not. That's my, that's my favorite yes. Batman story. Yeah, like, like, again, they changed things up and that were better in the book, and I'm like, oh, of course they did. If you're, my, 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 my biggest issue with that kind of adapting stuff is if you're going to adapt a book, adapt the book. And I will say, like, I'm very much like, I know things have to be changed. I know things will be changed and can be changed. I'm totally fine with that. You have to have an actual reason for doing it, and that's just because you want to do something different than what people are expecting. Like, what you have they- to actually have a reason for your changes, like, you know, all the big adaptations normally do. Like, you know, we talked about Peter Jackson earlier, like Lord of the Rings, they had to change a bunch of shit. Those books are long as fuck. <laughs> but they had a reason. Long Halloween doesn't have a reason. Like, what they did to Gilda Dent in that movie makes me so mad. Just, just irrationally angry. Because like, she actually had decent motivation in the book and they made it in some promising young woman bullshit. <laughs> like, she had motivation. Oh, she doesn't. Damn. Well, she does. It's just worse. Yeah. They, they tried to, to have the character act independently of Harvey Dent, which is what killed that character. It's bizarre. It makes his makes his arc pointless. Yeah, and the animation just sucks for me. I, don't, I do not like their animation style that they're going with nowadays, and I don't know what's going on, but they cannot voice cast for anything nowadays. It's because they lost Andrea Romano because she retired. I also think it's interesting. There was like a point in time where like... Okay, yeah, the you know the DC live action movies are suffering because Snyderverse, but it was like the animation ones could not miss. I <laughs> yeah. And those now days. it feels like they keep missing. Oh, like they, I mean, starting with Killing Joke. Killing Joke was like, oh, they haven't missed, and now they're doing fucking Killing Joke. It's gonna be great, and then they missed, and then now they just keep missing. What well, they missed way before that. People just kind of forgot those, or they forgave them because they had other good ones, or their misses weren't like as egregious as they are now right now they're they're missing on like the biggest batman stories yeah. there are which is like a little shocking well because in this one they have the guy from what do you call it playing batman yeah, yeah and you have freaking troy baker playing joker and they are on two completely different platforms of what they're doing it's just like oh yeah i mean we've heard, the, troy, yeah because troy baker's already done a good joker yeah yeah and it's essentially the same joker well, D, D, DC now is having this weird habit where they're casting voice actor. Well, not casting voice actors anymore. They're casting like real actors instead of voice actors. Yeah, like Josh Dumal is Harvey Dent. So who's yeah. Chris Pratt going to play in the next one? <laughs> Chris what? Pratt is Harley Quinn. He's so cool. Hey, guys, I'm Harley Quinn. <laughs> Well, that's the thing is like Josh Duvall is playing Harvey Dent, but it's like he sucks as Harvey Dent, but he was pretty good at freaking Two-Face. Yeah, I mean, I think DC has to resign themselves to the fact that they'll never catch another Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Although that said, I've told Alex this, but I reaffirmed my hot take. Bring it on. We don't need... Kevin Conroy to be Batman and everything. No, I agree. He's, I love him to death. Great, great, definitive Batman performance. But I feel like he's just phoning it in at this point a lot of what he's doing. Yeah. And he's really old. <laughs> yeah. And he sound, he's starting to, to sound it too. Let's get Bruce Greenwood to do some more. <laughs> Bruce Greenwood's good. Or if you're going to do old Batman, do Peter Weller because he... Oh yeah, yeah. But Kevin Conroy, I mean, he's still he's still good. Like hearing his voice clips for multiverses, like oh, 
he sounds he sounds old, <laughs> but injustice keep him like like he's still good to the voice. But I feel like he's more just doing the voice versus performing now. I think he's probably being like he's taking jobs, but depending on how good the source material is, it depends on how he does it. You know what I mean? Well, how what else does he do it? I think I think he just does Batman for a living at this point. Well, I know, but I mean, like if if it's good Batman material, like say the Killing Joke, he's gonna go all out. If it's just a TV show or a cartoon show like Justice League Action, he's like, yeah, I can take a break <laughs> here or there. I'll take a paycheck. But I also feel the same way about Kevin Conroy as I do Mark Hamill. Like, like Mark Hamill, he his he was great at animated series, but man, his voice has changed to, 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 to the point where it sounds kind of rough. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't sound the same at all anymore. Which I mean, that's a hard voice to. That's a very specific hard voice to do. It's so raspy now. Yeah, which worked perfectly in Arkham Knight. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah when and, and Arkham City where he's like sick. Yeah, <laughs> but now just normal things. He just sounds like, like Killing Joke. As much as great it is to see Mark. Hamill do 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 killing joke. It's not the same Joker with like animated series Joker doing killing joke. Yeah perfect go for it do it but him now he, just, he sounds old but so is Kevin Conrad so he's like kind of worse so, well, it's like you have it's the same thing young with, ass Batman and Mark Hamill it's the same thing with James Earl Jones in Star Wars it's like you guys can get a good guy who sounds like him to do it <laughs> he's yeah, getting he, too old yeah he doesn't even sound like himself anymore cause it's like that was one thing that took you so far out of Rogue One it's just like all of a sudden he's talking it's like god he's old <laughs> I mean I get, get the guy who does uh who did uh what's it called Chad Chad Vader, was it? Well, he actually is like the official voice for like video games and stuff. The guy who played Chad Vader. Really? I did not know that. I remember yeah. Chad Vader. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah the guy who played Vader and Chad Vader is the official voice double for Darth Vader at Lucasfilm. Like, he played the character in like Battlefront 2 and stuff in a bunch of video games. Remembering Chad Vader is going to make me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> No one's going to know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, look up Chad Vader. <laughs> Day shift manager. <laughs> God, I miss that point of the internet. I do too. It was just so innocent. It was so fun. And like, it was creative. It was funny. And then like, they started releasing them every like year, once a year and then ended. <laughs> well, so like there was a long gap. I remember that. Problem is you can't do fun stuff like that anymore because copyright claims. <laughs> but you can't make any money off of it too. Uh, Disney would destroy them now. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you see that now with stuff like Robot Chicken, Star Wars, and Family Guy, Star Wars, that the relationship between the companies has changed since Disney to, took over. It used to be Lou, 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 Lucasfilm had no problem sanctioning parodies and stuff, and now they won't even return calls. It's what killed that Robot Chicken, Star Wars show, that Detours one, that has like 40 completed episodes that will never be released. <laughs> they let them do something once in a while, though. Not really. They've had a couple I mean, things. Wait, but but, but, but it's not licensed. It's not official. Mm. Like 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 the specials they did were official. Like Lucasfilm yeah. got official approval and actually like put their stamp on it because because George Lucas is a boss and and it's just like whatever you can do that that's fine. And the mouse is way more protective over its brands, which they have every right to be. Mm-hmm. But you know it, it was a simpler time back then because you had that you had the 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 He Man Family Secret Powers video. You had the Potter Puppet Pals. You you you, you had all this weird fan content that wasn't as cringy as fan content that she became. Oh, that's still a song the Hedgehog related, and, and, that, and that was always a minefield. <laughs> but yeah, Chad, Chad Vader was 2006. That makes me feel yep. so... I was 10. 
Wow. Yeah, that was like yeah, that was like the one of the maybe the earliest like continuous series I watched on YouTube. That was like 2006, seven, eight, or like the first couple of seasons of it. I mean, I mean there's some stuff that I can stay dead, like um, annoying orange. Uh, no, that was never good. Oh god. I mean, I mean that that first Fred? video was funny, but then it became like a whole like big thing. And Fred. Oh. Fred aged <laughs> really bad. Really, really badly. Because he's just straight up making fun of people, people, disabled people. He's, he's just making fun of them. It's so weird. It's like, it's terrible. Well, it's like that uh, show that they're making. It could go either way. The one where it's like it's sucking up different universes of Hanna Barbera or whatever. What, what Jellystone? No, you sent me that video of a show that's oh, coming you, out. You, you, you mean multiverses like the video game? No. The. Oh. Oh, Pibby! Yeah. Yeah, that's right, Pibby. That, I could feel like could go either way. Dude, I'm hyped for Pibby. That looks I have no idea what this is. I sent you no the video. You did? I sent you, yeah, I sent it to, to, to you. Like, probably, probably like weeks ago at this point. Yeah, it was wild. What was it? Maybe I did watch it. What is this? Uh, come, come in, learn with Pibby. Oh, you did send me. Yeah, I watched that. Yeah, that actually yeah. looked really interesting. Yeah, like, th- like yeah, th- that's one where I'm like, the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm watching, but it looks interesting. So people that, that, that don't know, Come and Learn With Pibby is, I believe, a real show coming out from Adult Swim that, that stars an original, like, Dora the Explorer-like character called Pibby, who is basically thrust into this multiversal, like, crisis where a bunch of WB characters were getting, like, basically murdered, turned to, like, these weird zombies. It sounds cool, but if you watch the video in the morning, it's pretty disturbing. Like, it looks scary. I'm not sure what you guys thought, but to me, I was like, this looks kind of fucked up. It was disturbing, and I feel like it'll either be really good or it'll be shit. Yeah. It, it depends if the writing can get past, like, the gimmicky nature of it. And that's mm. the whole thing. Because because Fred Flintstone dying on, on screen is one thing, but where do, where do you go past that? Now, I think it seems like an interesting setup. I mean, yeah. it depends on where they go with it, but I really like the setup for sure. It's something interesting and new. I wish not all the main characters weren't original characters. But mm. I do like what I've seen. Like, like the final battle, which had like Muriel fighting the villains, like Muriel from Curse of Curly Dog fighting the villains and shit. Like, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I feel like it's going to cause some controversy because parents are going to be like, these isn't the Flintstones I grew up with. <laughs> I just saw them get ripped in half. You, you, you can't kill Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Back when I was a child, we had a, a cat and a mouse try and brutally murder each other instead. <laughs> they didn't actually succeed. Not till the final episode. <laughs> or the or the one where they jump on the train tracks and just yeah, I think wait that's for the, the train to come. I think that's the final episode that they. No, it's not the final one. They went past that with new creators. I think oh. that, that's just that's just an urban legend. I was, I was gonna say something about that, but about the. About that kind of nature of stuff because people are going to complain even though know, it's kind of what culture has become I mean I want to see them and, and always Adult Swim I don't want to say was Adult Swim's always done stuff like that with the characters and pe- people forget Harvey Birdman and that whole episode <laughs> where, where Shaggy and Scooby were arrested for pot possession 
<laughs> which is an amazing video amazing episode but they're like they're, 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 they have some good, like they have a live action segment in the episode where they get pulled over by the police <laughs> and, and they're like Sarah you, 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 you kind of we, we, we went back there where are you going tonight Shaggy's like we're going after he said we're going to meet some friends we're going to go after the, the green monster <laughs> you can hear Scooby laughing in the background like yeah we're at the old cotton mill and they're just giggling like a like idiots <laughs> where they had the one where like, where like the Jetsons had to like walk on like a real carpet and they couldn't because they're used to like the treadmill carpet oh yeah or the one where Fred Flintstone was a, was a mob boss and they, and they had a Flintstones pretty of the Sopranos opening <laughs> or, or or the best one which is a short they did called the Scooby-Doo Project which is the Blair Witch Project but with Scooby-Doo characters <laughs> And it's amazing. Like, the part that has me lose it every time is when they're, like, running in the woods. And Daphne's like, I can't keep up. And Velma's like, what did Velma say? Like, then, like who wears heels into the forest? <laughs> and, and Daphne's response is, well, at least I try to look feminine. <laughs> That's the black. <laughs> like, they were pretty self-aware back in the 90s and for some reason lost that sense of humor. And I'm glad to see Pabies kind of bring that back. I feel like... I feel like Alex if Sam is into Hanna-Barbera stuff that's a good thing to kind of like disturb her well, well I mean we did you know Scooby-Doo I know that much I mean that's where we were for Halloween yeah. there's some scary I, I was I, sh- yeah. I was shaggy <laughs> and she she was uh, picks I want to see a pic of you in the shaggy wig <laughs> got the soul patch and everything no I didn't get the I didn't get the wig I just wore the costume and she was Velma wait so you just had your normal hair cut but not but with a shaggy oh, yeah, I just put the outfit on so you have to have the hair to be shaggy otherwise you're some dude in a green shirt <laughs> did you at least go get a big sandwich that's also true a big oh sandwich no I mean no I just wore the shirt and the pants oh. I'm assuming people knew who he were just from the shirt well, and Sam was Belma which is pretty easy to yeah it's also a, like a lime green shirt <laughs> If he's yeah. if he's by himself, everyone's like, "What'd you dress up it as?" She's standing next to him. It's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like dressing up for Halloween anymore as an adult. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, I'll do it, but like, I'm not a fan. It's fun when you got friends to do it with and have a place to go. Yeah. Um, you did, well, yeah. I mean, why else would you do it? Sit, sit at home, <laughs> sit, in your, sit in your apartment, <laughs> dressed like fucking, <laughs> dressed like dressed like fucking like Bob from Bob's Burgers or some shit. This is the fake mustache. On. Waiting for All kids right, to show up to your door. <laughs> However, I did see at Spirit Halloween had an inflatable Porky Pig costume, and I was like, I don't know when I would use this, but I like I'd find a use for this at some point. Nice little bet. Well, not like. I don't know when I'm gonna gonna need a Porky Pig costume, but I feel like that when that time arises, I'm gonna really wish I had one. <laughs> Instead, I just have that Batman pajama suit that I've been wearing since we were in college, <laughs> which I have to stop wearing because I think it's warm as hell. I was gonna say, I, I just about died last time I wore it. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. We're out of time. We'll probably have a more topic-driven episode next week. I think we're talking about doing SpongeBob as a topic, which there's lots of potential there. Is this the Krusty Krab? Yeah, so yeah, basically, <laughs> expect our half of just us quoting SpongeBob quotes at each other with with no context, most likely, as we as we laugh at our own quotes. Um, but yeah, 
Thanks so much for listening to a plot. Are you excited for Spider Man? Are you excited for Pibby? Like, if you if anything we talked about, if you have an opinion on, let us know in the comments. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube and Spotify. Thanks so much for listening. On behalf of Alex and Justin, I'm David Yanish. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Idiot Block. You can find us on Spotify, Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Be sure to subscribe and hit the bell to get a notification every time we drop a new episode. Also, follow us on Facebook and Letterboxd. The links are in the description.